Hello, and thank you for listening to today's episode of JTCast, the official podcast of the Journal of Athletic Training. I'm your host, Luke Donovan. This month, we will discuss two articles over two short episodes from the upcoming issue of the Journal of Athletic Training. In the first episode, I will talk about the relationship between sensor-motor processes and sport-related concussion history. Well, the second episode discusses factors related to reaction time performance in healthy collegiate athletes. As a reminder, the article discussed today can be found on the JAT website, natajournals.org. And please remember that all content from JAT is open access to all readers thanks to the funding from the National Athletic Trainers Association. The title of the first article is Concussion History and Neuromechanical Responsiveness Asymmetry authored by Dr. Gary Wilkerson and colleagues from the University of Tennessee Chattanooga, the United States Olympic Committee, and Emory Healthcare. Let's survey the scene. Recent studies continue to find that sport-related concussion can have long-term negative effects on neurocognitive function. Individuals with a history of concussion have a five times greater risk of sustaining another concussion and a two to three times greater likelihood of sustaining a muscle skeletal injury. However, the neurophysiological mechanism that drives the high injury risks are unknown. Identifying these mechanisms is a challenge given that many clinical assessment tests do not appear to be sensitive enough to detect subtle changes in the functional connectivity of brain networks that oversee neuromechanical responsiveness. We can define neuromechanical responsiveness as, and I quote, the generation of forces to meet the demands of rapidly changing environmental challenges, which includes maintaining dynamic joint stability during exposure to unexpected external forces. Advanced neuroimaging methods have identified the temporoparietal cortex of the right hemisphere as a key area related to neuromechanical responsiveness. As such, disruption of neurosignaling from this area could result in diminished reaction. To date, upper extremity visual motor reaction time and whole body reactive agility test metrics have been shown to be capable of distinguishing between elite athletes who report previous concussion and those who have not reported a history of concussion. One drawback to the analysis used in these previous studies is that identifying the cutoff score that accurately predicts group assignment can often not be generalized outside the test cohort which in turn, clinicians are not able to track these measures in a meaningful way. Therefore, the purpose of the study was to develop a simple, well-calibrated, and generalizable logistic regression model for clinical identification of elite athletes with a history of concussion using neuromechanical performance. Developing a model to predict concussion history through neuromechanical performance may highlight a specific type of intervention to complete during the rehabilitation process following concussion that could cause the greatest reduction in future injury. 35 elite athletes were enrolled in the study and were asked to complete a questionnaire about concussion and muscle skeletal history, as well as a questionnaire related to depression, stress, and anxiety. After the questionnaires, participants performed 60-second visual motor reaction time tests and whole body reactive agility tests. For the visual motor reaction tests, participants either orally or manually reacted to the position of various arrows by either stating the direction of the arrow or by manually pressing a button to indicate the correct arrow's direction. 
As the name implies, the whole body reactive agility tests required the participants to either laterally or diagonally move in response to the appearance of visual targets on a virtual reality display. The authors calculated reaction time for each task, as well as speed, acceleration, deceleration for the variable collected using the virtual reality system. In addition, asymmetry for each variable was calculated and represented the absolute difference between performance values for opposite movement directions divided by the better of the two performance values. Here are the results. 54% of participants reported a concussion with an average of 4.6 years prior to their enrollment within the study. Asymmetry metrics from the whole body reactive agility test predominantly represented the strongest associations with a history of concussion, with the lateral direction test being the strongest. When including persistent effects of a muscle skeletal injury as a covariate, the model using lateral directions tests further improved. The authors also calculated cut points to improve the clinical interpretation of the results. Among participants who had at least 18% asymmetry during the composite lateral whole body reactive agility test and reported infrequent, rare, or no persistent effects of muscle skeletal injury, the prevalence of concussion was almost 91%. When participants exhibited the same minimum 18% asymmetry, but also reported persistent, frequent, or occasional effects of muscle skeletal injury, the prevalence of concussion history was 100%. In summary, the combination of whole body reactive agility asymmetry and self-reported persisting effects of previous muscle skeletal injury demonstrated a strong association with concussion history. These associations further signify subtle cognitive motor impairments existing long after signs and symptoms of a concussion resolve. The whole body reactive agility test, especially the ones using the lateral direction, may provide clinicians insight as to which patients would best respond to interventions targeting cognitive motor function, thus reducing the rate of future injury. Well, that's it for today's JAT cast. Please remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Stitcher. You can find out more information about upcoming podcasts and other JAT events on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts at JAT underscore NATA. Thank you for listening and keep a lookout for the next JAT cast episode.